We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. joke out of it but like that might have been the single worst Warriors game I've ever seen in the Steve Kerr era obviously Steve Kerr not coaching tonight get get well with COVID but considering it's a playoff game to no show like that like they've lost some bad games the no show aspect though like I'm at a loss for words I went from angry to sad to now I'm just kind of like I'm kind of just laughing to myself because it's like so embarrassing yeah I mean I I think you know you don't need to make a joke out of it the Warriors are the fucking joke I mean just Steph and Draymond uh, talked about this repeatedly your two best guys just to completely show up like this is a fucking embarrassment it's not funny um it's not acceptable frankly uh and the Warriors are not winning a championship like this. It just – you come out here, and, and I think especially Draymond. It, it just – fucking terrible, Sam. Should we should we start there? Yeah. Yeah, I was, yes, ob- yes. Obviously um, – Absolute Dray- embarrassment. I had Draymond on the rundown. It was just a question if we want to, you know. No, I, let's go. Let's just get into it. Okay, so I got a couple numbers for you. You know, friend of the show, Sheed, Draymond has had 11 turnovers in the last three games. Um, I took it back, looked at the whole series, 20 turnovers in the whole series, and he only has played like four and a half games. Honestly, it feels like 100 turnovers. I don't even know what to say. He's not scoring the ball. They know he wants to pass it every time, and he still does it, and it's a turnover. Like the, this, this has to be the worst stretch of basketball I think I've seen Draymond Green play where he's been healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I cannot imagine. I have not seen him play this poorly in playoff basketball ever. It's and, – and some of it is, you know, he's not a good shooter. But a lot of it's mental focus. A lot of it's yeah, like I, yeah. you're supposed to be the leader, dude. Yeah, just be better. It's not that fucking hard, man. He's playing an absolute F-minus performance. It's not that hard to be better than this, and he's not. 
He's just absolutely dreadful. He's the reason this team is playing three out of five on offense. It's, a, it's an absolute embarrassment. Sam, it's a joke, right? And, and I could guard him right now on offense. He doesn't want to score against anyone. He's throwing passes between three people. In a fast break, there was a pretty clutch moment where they were down 10 points, could make a run, throws it out of bounds. Joke. Absolute joke. Um, I, I just You can't win like this. You can't win against anyone like this. And I, frankly, I blame not just him, but Steph for allowing this to happen. It's not on Steve Kerr. It's not on Mike Brown. It's really not on anyone else other than those two guys to say, if you're going to play this poorly every single time, that's on you guys, right? To, to go, do this every single game. We've watched the Warriors play this bad repeatedly. It, it's just that this game, they've been bombarded by the Memphis offensively, right? That's and, and I think that well. and, and I think more than anything, like – in a normal game, we could point to little things, you know, like why why aren't they running more pick and roll? Why aren't they, you know, why are they playing Looney and Draymond together? Like those type of things. When you get, I mean, they were down 50, dude. They were, when you get beat like this, 50. it's purely focus and effort. It's not a, it's not a, uh, you know, wow, Mike Brown made the wrong sub pattern type of situation this is a this is a pure effort loss and and if that's the case you kind of have to start with your main guys um Draymond and Steph were the leaders of this team we praise them to death when things go well we play this it's like come on man and I don't know if you you caught this um the cameras caught it they're playing whoop that trick which you know Memphis always does when they're winning or in a game sure and Draymond is just dancing to it and like, you know, kind of t- the crowd's taunting him and he's kind of letting him have it back, waving it back at them. And like normally I'm, you know, when Draymond got ejected in game one, I kind of got out. I, I got it. I thought it was entertaining. But at this point, I'm sitting here and I'm like, dude, we're five games into the series. You have you've played one good half. Literally the, right. sec- the second half of of. uh Game four. That was the only time I thought Draymond's played really well in the series. Right. right. Um, sorry, game three. Uh, the one where they got the uh, the blowout. They won um, by 30, right. Yeah. And it, it just – he seems – it just comes across unfocused. I don't know what else to say. You know, it doesn't It doesn't come across like the Draymond who is like the the center of a championship team. And maybe, maybe I'm overreacting too much, but it's like nah, – you're, you're – it's – when you get beat like this, I don't know. It's like the last thing you want to see. I think it's arrogance. I think it's arrogance of a team that, you know, they should still win this series. But maybe you could argue they don't deserve it. If They've been outplayed the majority of this series. And they're up 3-2, right? And, and, and you know, you and I, I still believe that they're going to win this series. But it's a team that I think should really – be trying to play better than this and i think should i don't know i don't know what the post game comments are going to be but i just think this is a team that's just not urgent enough they're not doing enough things that that make you think that they want to win immediately i think they're they really look like they're going through the motions tonight it, it looked like a team that thought that memphis was going to roll over yeah it's yeah. a perfect that's a perfect way to put it it looked like a team who thought they already won the series 
and they don't have to continue working. You know, you got me thinking. Remember when Steph uh, got hurt at the end of the season and Andre Godal is talking about how they have to they're going to have to figure it out in real time in the playoffs. And he was to me, he was alluding to them needing to have urgency because they're not going to have like all these games to figure stuff out with. And and you're right. You're watching the playoffs. Three one. They have a chance to be the only team who finishes a series in five games, um, gets a little extra rest, and they don't do it. Now they got to play on Friday. You know, now the pressure is on them to close out a chase, and they're going to be favored, and they should, and I think they will close out. But it's like these are the needless things you do to yourself when you you don't need to. You already lost GP two in this series. Auto, by the way. Uh, we'll, we'll find out what his deal is. Uh, looked like he tweaked something. Um, I'm going to assume it's not serious, but we don't know, you know, but this isn't a team that can necessarily afford to play with five. Yeah. They're not, they're not 22, yeah. you know? Yeah, they deserve it. They deserve what happens now and in, in game six. And I think it goes back to your veteran guys that come out in this game and in a game that I think the Warriors should have won by 20, right? It's just a game that it's a young team. They're at home. You're the better team. Come out here and play like you're the better team. And they did it. And it's fucking embarrassing. It is what it is. And I think Clay was the only one that showed up, right? He, he's the only one that said, hey, let, let's go. Let's go get this win. Steph was terrible. Draymond was absolutely awful. And I think that's that's the rest of the team take after those guys it, it is what it is. Yeah, um, let's let's talk a couple other things from tonight's game. And then I want to let the goons sound off. This is a this is a goon show today I don't, I don't i don't know how else to put it man like after that type of game I feel like we need to do a little little therapy session um you mentioned steph like again a little more urgency with him to try to take over and a couple stretches he 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 went to a pick and roll immediately gets two points on adams he gets it whenever he wants there um i would like to see him play with a little more urgency attacking the defense instead of letting it come to him. I understand why he does it. It's part of their play. It's part of their whole thing. Let other people get going and then he'll take over. But it's games like this where it's like, I, I need, I need him to, I need him to put his imprint on the game. Very simple. I completely agree. Um, we said this last game, even though the Warriors won and, and Steph kind of took over in the fourth quarter and it was amazing. This game is not – it's not a one-off. If this was a one-off, I think you and I would sit here like, yeah, you know, he lost by 40. Happens. But we've seen yeah. him repeatedly, repeatedly, where he comes out and Steph is completely okay with letting other guys take over. And it's like they're not good enough to to have that happen repeatedly. Come out here and fucking act like you're the best team and, and actually try to score. And I think the Warriors can't win the way that it's happening right now. It's frustrating. And I think, Sam, this particular loss, I think, is deserved. The Warriors deserve to lose this by 60 points is what it is. Uh, they're not good. They haven't been playing well. And Memphis deserves to beat their ass. And I think the Warriors need to wake up, look in the mirror. And I don't think the adjustments are that difficult. I don't think the Warriors are sitting here and saying, like, oh, my God, Memphis figured something out. Now we're stuck, right? Like, now we can't stop this team. No. For the Warriors, it's it's just – you should just really simply play with more urgency, 
play with a style that actually wants to win basketball in the first six. For example, stop playing Kaminga. Right, right. It really is. Stop playing Kaminga. He's terrible. He's 20 years old. He's awful. Stop playing him. Steph, dribble the basketball. You should be the one with the rocks. Stop having other guys dribble. It's not difficult to put together a game plan that has this team play better in the first 10 minutes of the game. Yeah. Um, the the other thing I want to talk about is Jordan Poole. Second straight bad Jordan Poole game. Um, <laughs> he misses jaw more than the Grizz missed jaw. I'll put it that way. Uh, since jaw's been out, the Grizz have been a lot better defensively, a lot more physical. Um, just they've made life hell for him, to be honest. He hasn't been able to figure out how to attack the Grizz. Um, what does he need to do to get going in game in in game six? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I, I mean, for me, it's, it's. I think they just need to run more. Their issue is they've been they've been stuck in the half court. And Memphis, this Memphis team without John Morant, is a hell of a defensive team in the half court. They're big. They're physical. They 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 play competent team basketball. Like they know how to communicate and switch you off. And all of a sudden you're just stuck with like bailout shots against them. So what the Warriors need to do is find a way to get some stops and force turnovers and run on them. And that's probably going to be the best way for Jordan Poole to get going. Um, otherwise, I, he's just he's having a hard time breaking the, breaking it down. He could also run some more pick and roll. Again, we're going back to the obvious thing. If they're going to play Steven Adams in there and be big, you have to pick on him. Like, I, I just don't know what else you can do. If you're going to let him just be like a weak side help defender, he's going to be really effective. You have to attack him. It's urgency from everyone, from yeah. the coaching staff to the game plan to Steph to Draymond. And I don't really blame Jordan Poole for what's going on. Jordan Poole is just kind of doing what needs to be done from him, and he's going to struggle. That's just what happens. He's 22 years old. Uh, to me, the issue is the rest of the team, especially the leaders. I, Sam, this is embarrassing is what this yeah. is. It's just embarrassing. It's I mean, absolutely it, embarrassing. You would – the hope is – they got sufficiently beat down that they come out with the appropriate level of energy in the next game. Because if if they don't, I, I like I don't know what I don't know. What to I don't say know what to say. That, if the like, Warriors come out in Game Six and they turn the ball over ten times in the first ten minutes, like they did tonight, go home, stay home. And by the way, that, that gets to the point. Memphis is amazing at causing turnovers. We should be at a point where the obvious counter is simplify the offense, less passing more direct line attacks at the defense. Just give Memphis less opportunity to turn you over and get easy buckets. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I say we just I say we just open it up to callers. Let's get to the goons. Tark. Hey, what's up, guys? Um I feel like the first four games, Draymond like I don't know if they're like I don't know what they're doing. Like they've seen him like every first quarter. We start off slow and it's been him leading with the ball. And I'm like, don't they ever get like, hey, maybe we should stop doing this and change it up? And it's been like this for 2019. He just doesn't look at the rim anymore. And I'm not sure if they someone's scared to approach him and be like, hey, maybe you should cut back on the ball handling responsibilities and leave it to somebody else. But it seems like they keep going with it and they're getting diminishing results. And it it's like they don't they won't they just won't change. And then when they get down in the series, then they want to go back and go do the pick and roll and get the ball in Steph's hands. Why did they wait so long? like to just change everything everything all the time yeah um it's a good call Tarek. like so so part of it is part of it is if draymond's not at the center of the action kind of being the playmaker what does he do on offense so they like to use him as a central hub for the team um and it works well enough most games but uh it's not working against memphis and then part of the the pick and roll stuff is you know they don't want to go one-on-one or with the pick and roll uh, until they have to. They want to get everyone involved in the game. But I do agree with you. We, we're up to game six now in this series. We know what works versus Memphis and what doesn't. And that's kind of what's, um, what's frustrating about watching them run the same stuff with Draymond that's not working. Yeah. Simple. He hit it on the head. Stop doing the same bullshit. All right, Brian, we'll give you another shot. Hey, what's going on, guys? Not much. What's up? I mean, it, this is game six is the biggest game of whatever Draymond's future with the Warriors is. Um, you know, every, everybody takes a lot of the BS that he brings to the table because of playoff Draymond. Well, playoff Draymond's been outplayed by, by Jaron Jackson. He's been outplayed by Brandon Clark, now getting outplayed by Steven Adams. And so whatever he is, his future with the Warriors is game six is massive because <laughs> if this is what he brings to game six, it's over. I mean, they were playing four and five. I mean, when, when Brown brought, brought uh, Looney in with him and they were playing three on five, it was like, just wave the white flag, man. <laughs> you know, it, it, your, your only play there was actually probably to go smaller. Right to bring pool in and bring in whatever the so-called death lineup is, that was your only play. But when you cut, I mean, you start B leads on this. I mean, Brown is terrible, by the way. <laughs> I mean, he is a terrible, terrible coach. But I mean, man, where's the leadership? You know, like Game Six is huge. 
or whatever the future of the Warriors are with this group, uh, we're going to find out what it is in game six. So, and Brian, I don't know what it's, I don't know what it's going to look like. That's a great call. I personally want to avoid the summertime free agency, like future of the roster talk while we're in the playoffs, but it's it's known Draymond's extension eligible this summer. He's still under contract next year. It's also pretty well known he wants an extension. And just be just being blunt no. with it. Just being blunt with it. If he if he doesn't perf- he's right. You you deal with whatever with Draymond because playoff Draymond is a difference maker. And he's currently been outplayed by Jaron Jackson the entire series. So you paid Draymond. You paid Draymond to show up to games like this this series, and Draymond's been a complete joke this series. As simple as that. But we're not talking extension, Sam. We're yeah. not talking extension. Talk. Show up in a postseason game, in a postseason series, and we'll talk. The Warriors are up three two this series, and that's without Draymond playing well. Yeah. We're not talking extension. Uh, show I, up. Yeah. Show up. I just want to say, Brian, Brian brings up the good point though. You know, it's, it's like, Hey man, this is why we, this is why, you know, everyone deals with whatever you deal with, with Draymond for these moments. So it's time for Draymond to hold his end of the bargain up for one game. Right. Standards aren't high. <laughs> Show up for one game. God. Eduardo, what's up, man? Hey, uh, hope you guys are doing well, despite the disgusting, disgusting loss. Um, I wanted to bring up two main things. Uh, one, I'm getting flashbacks to when Draymond was talking about how he's never made a team that he's been on worse because uh, he's he's definitely doing that now. And uh, how long do we have to wait for him to realize that again? Or is Steph going to have to walk up to him and say, look, Dre, got to simplify things. Just give me the rock. Let me move. Um, yeah, I don't know. Little little rattled after this loss. But uh, let's see what the championship pedigree of these these guys is after all this. Yeah, I mean, little rattled is an appropriate way to put it after that loss. Yeah, it's uh, it's not. I mean, I hope no one feels good after tonight's loss. That's all I'm gonna say. I hope the Warriors don't feel good about it. Um, all right, let's get to Karima. You know, I um, I I, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I do not know what to say. Just that. It was it was disgusting. I was embarrassed. They should be embarrassed. And the fact that they're staying over tonight there should probably really help them really just soak it all in about just how they just pissed it all away. How do you not come out with any level of urgency? Oh, I don't know. Somebody has to speak to Jordan because I don't know what was going on with him today. But he just he just looked completely rattled. And I agree we cannot start Kaminga again. Nope, because he looks lost. He doesn't know where he's going. No, 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 no. So, but like Coach Brown right now has said, we flush it down the toilet. That's what we're going to do. And we better come out like nobody's business in game six because I'm so pissed off. But I'm going to relax. I'm going to relax because we're going to be fine. Right? <laughs> it's going to be fine. Thanks. Yeah. Karima, appreciate it as always. We all now have Friday night plans, I guess. <laughs> um, all right. Let's, let's move forward. Edgar. What's going on, fellas? 
You know what's going on. <laughs> I just had a – I was just wondering, uh, why do you guys think we keep starting the game slow and always end up being, you know, down double digits in the first quarter? What do you guys think, you know, they should change? Maybe, you know, not start Kaminga? Uh, that's all. Thanks. It's soft. Soft. If this team is coming out and they think they can just go through the motions and win. Soft. And they did, yeah. they did this last game, and they've done it repeatedly this, this entire postseason. I do think Kuminga is part of it, though. Like, why yeah. are you starting yeah. the youngest player on the roster? You know, it's, it's a little cocky. It's a little cocky. Yeah, it's Steve Kerr shit. It, it's a little cocky. You should potentially start Otto Porter because you know that lineup works. Um, but I do agree with you. Like, Kuminga can only take so much of the blame for it. Part of it's just lack of focus. <laughs> Literally watching a highlight, the Warriors are down like seven. Steph passes to Draymond in transition. Draymond literally drops it, and they sh- and they come back hit a three. Then they hit another three. They're up thirteen. Like yeah. what are you? What are you? This is. F- Let's keep it moving. Yo, Arsh, <laughs> you know what's going on. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm pretty good. First time caller, long time listener. So appreciate y'all boys having me on. Um, I had a question about the next game. Um, how worried are you guys about Clay? Because I feel like he might start pressing a lot the next game. And He's the like only one that played well tonight. Literally the only guy that played well. He's yeah, the only guy that played well tonight. Yeah, I get that, but I mean, still, like the overall series hasn't been too good. I'm just, what do you, what do you guys think about that? And so I do agree with you. He tends to press. That's just Clay. He always is going to press. That's why I think, Andy, you're probably right. It has to start with Steph. Steph has to yeah, get everyone to do with Clay. In, the, yep. in the right um, yep. frame of mind. Like, no, I get, I get Harshner's point, which is like um, it's been rough watching Clay like <laughs> try to take over the game by himself a little bit. And that's not what we want. So, like, what, what you need is Steph to kind of take over the game. Exactly. And to fall into line, basically. Exactly. Exactly. Agreed. It's on Steph and Draymond. Draymond, stop turning the ball over like you're a fucking 10-year-old. And Steph, take over the game like you're the fucking best player on the court, which you are. Steph was the only guy that showed up tonight. Only Clay guy. Was, Clay was the only oh, guy. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Clay. Yeah. And he's been awful. And he's the only guy that showed up tonight. And the rest of the guys did it. I just, I think I've said this repeatedly. I think people are going to listen to the podcast and be like, Andy said this repeatedly. It's just. It's embarrassing. Team's embarrassing is what it is. There's not a lot. I mean, here's the reality situation. They got blown out by 50. I mean, I know the final score was 39. No, but but, but the point is when when (laughs) you get beat that badly, there's not a lot of nuance that needs to be said. You know, it's not it's not about like some critical sub or decision in the third quarter. You just didn't try hard enough. You didn't bring the right effort, you know? Yep. Yep. Alex, what's up, man? Yeah, how you guys going? Good? Yeah. <laughs> um, first time caller anyway. Um, I just wanted to say that was shocking. And I didn't watch the game. I was a fair bit busy. But I've been sort of kind of had a feeling like the last the last games. that I've been watching them. I have a feeling I'm like, these guys are not playing they are normal. They're not playing any good. They're just rolling and just going on with it. And just you know, we just been lucky. The first, the, the the three games we played, we just been been lucky. The other thing I was gonna ask, have you know the um 
you know Steph and Draymond, uh, that DHO um, pick and roll thing they 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 usually used to do. I I haven't seen that. I haven't seen them do it this this series at all. And you know the simple stuff like that. They need to just play, and they they just need to to pull their finger out and just just play, just play basketball. Just do stop. You know, just do simple things and just 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 win games. Yeah. Alex, appreciate the call, by the way. Um, I don't know. I feel like, actually, I feel like part of the problem is Draymond's trying too many DHOs at times. He's trying too hard to kind of get into some of that stuff. They have it scouted out. Next thing you know, Draymond's trying to kind of throw a pass into a window that's not there. I agree. I agree. Let's move forward. Willie, Willie, what's up, man? Yo, what's up, you guys? Um, Disgusting game. Just just an abomination <laughs> like yep um i look at this and i'm just like man if they don't figure out what they need to do uh between now and next game especially now that they have uh that memphis has steven adams in in there like we're just getting crushed two games in a row on the glass you know and um or well, I think we actually I think the last game we still had the rebounds. But anyways, that's beside the point. Um I think the way that we've been playing the last two games really shows that A, we're being a little too damn cocky, acting like, you know, we can just roll over lackadaisical and just win the game. But also, I don't know how we're going to like <laughs> be against, you know, uh, the Suns, when we get to the Western Conference Finals, if we win, you know, on um, Friday, because the amount of turnovers we've been having in this series alone and then the last two games is just like, I don't know how we <laughs> would even like stand a chance, let alone they have three big, you know, three bigs that they could just use on us and just kill us on the glass. Yeah. Um I feel like the well, okay. So I feel like the answer to that though has to be for the Warriors to run and get run them off the court. The answer isn't going to be to the answer isn't going to be to 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 try to meet their like big with big. Like right. that's not the Warriors roster. Right. Right. So right. I think part of it is yeah, the turnovers aren't helping, um, but the Warriors have to be able to generate some sort of stops to get out and run. A little bit. I also think that it, look, you and I are, are annoyed about the offense, but defensively, you just the Grizzlies aren't good offensively, and right now, even without Jaw, they're just they're just getting cooked on defense. I don't know what you do about that. You know what you do about that, Draymond? Show up. It's that simple. Post game post game comments. He's talking like they've already won the series. You haven't. And I think that's the embarrassing part about that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Larry, how's it going? It's been a rough night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know, I'm worried about the words energy coming out two games in a row. I'm worried about, um, you know, I'm kind of wondering if maybe – a couple of guys maybe have COVID and they, they haven't tested positive yet. Um, we have to hope that maybe Draymond is the carrier because he can't pass it to anybody. Um, I'm just really disgusted with his performance lately on both offense and defense. The Memphis Grizzlies are sagging off of him completely. And whoever has got, you know, is on the wing is, is getting his defender on them. So, I, I think there's serious questions about Clay around Dre's performance and whether or not he's an asset at this moment. Um, I think there's serious questions about Clay's performance because he looks confused. The last two games, I've seen him and Clay cutting, or him and, and Steph cutting to the basket at the same time from the same spot. And tonight, he and Poole collided a couple times when it was probably Poole's ball to, to handle. Clay's pressing. Dre's pressing. Um, we're missing Steve Kerr, and I know that's going to piss everybody off. But uh, Mike Brown looks like he's already coaching the Kings, and the team's playing like the Kings. I'm very yes. worried, not so much about this series, but I'm worried that this is almost disqualifying for us to become a contender this year, and it's proving that we should not have tried to build at the same time we tried to uh, give Steph a championship uh, uh, cast. Larry, I'm, I'm going to say this, you know, for all the complaints about Steve Kerr's feel in game, uh, Mike Brown is, is showing us through two games could be worse. You know, that's, that's how I'm taking it right now. Um, Mike Brown's a good coach, but uh, I don't know if he's you, a good coach. <laughs> you want to talk about lack of adjustments uh, yeah, yeah, and just yeah, being, just fine. being a stick to the script kind of guy. That's the way I've been reading the fruit. These two yeah. games. I don't know if he's a good coach. He's a good guy. Yeah. Kenny, Atkins, Kenny Atkinson's a better coach. What I was going to say is um, someone in the chat mentioned, will Steve be back Friday? I would be surprised if Steve Kerr got out. It's of the not, protocol. it's not about coaching. This, this performance is not about right. coaching. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but I would the point I just want to put out there. I, I think it's highly unlikely he clears protocols by Friday. Um, Ricky Garcia, you are up. I'm not clearing protocols by Friday. Hey, what's up, guys? Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. So let me ask you a quick and uh, kind of I guess like a bold question: Would you consider uh, removing Draymond from the starting lineup for Game Six? Yeah. Who's telling him? <laughs> who's telling him? No, I also think you kind of have to go down with the ship. Uh, it's it, this isn't um, this isn't like a clay. Quite frankly, I wouldn't even do it with Clay Pool Wiggins, but like at least with Pool, we all know Pool's starting caliber. So you could theoretically, if like 
it was so bad. You're like, all right, man, we got to start him over you. You can get, it's not like they have any bigs off the bench who you're dying to play over Draymond right now. So, um, and, and then yes, the second point, who's telling, who's telling the leader and captain of this team he's coming off the bench. Um, so I don't think that's a thing. Dexter, what's up? Hi, sir. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. I've been listening a long time for some calling. Thanks for appreciate um, um, yeah, uh, I was just thinking about how we've been giving so much shit to the Grizzlies for like trying to get polls suspended and and all that. But and I've been thinking about it. But at least they could do like whatever they can to win. And I feel like we don't have that that passion, that um, that drive anymore. We we're just kind of like a bunch of like so it's like that same like Bay Area stereotype. We're just a bunch of overpaid, bunch of overpaid um, people with like who just like get sucked up with all the the money and the or like past successes, and we're kind of just just like stuck there. So I'm I don't know. I hope they can pull it around, but yeah, dude. I mean, cross my fingers. Look, man, it's hard to feel any different after a night like tonight. My takeaway is uh, it's fair to feel that way. Like, because, dude, they didn't get beat. They got embarrassed. That's there's such a difference. You know, if they lost by 12 points in a game where they competed, but just made dumb decisions, then Andy and I would be talking about little basketball things that they should have done. Tonight, they just didn't even come out trying, man. Yep, yep. I We're not even here to talk about basketball stuff, Sam. It's just the mentality is just – it's just awful. It's just – we watched – uh, It's a sports entertainment media technology podcast. It really is. I mean, the Sixers came out. They lost by 40, right? We'll watch the Mavs lose by 30. We've watched the Suns even – right? The Warriors could play the Suns in the Western Conference Finals, and both teams are going to go to six. But I just think as a Warriors fan, as someone that has watched his team win so many big games, this is um, not who we're used to seeing. We've seen the Warriors get blown out, Sam. We've seen them get blown out a lot. But in a closeout game like this? Yeah. This, not like this, that. This... Not like that. Very embarrassing effort. All right, Mike. Mike Davis, been a minute. Hey, what's up? Oh, you sound too happy. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's, he's you know faking what? it. I'm not gonna get all doom and gloom tonight. I'm not gonna do it. It's it's enough people out there doing that. Um, you know they got two to win one. All right, the percentages are in their favor. Hopefully, they should be able to get it done on Friday. I am gonna play armchair coach here for a second. I think I got a way to figure out. Uh, how to uh, get rid of all these turnovers that we're having. Um, if I was the coach, I'm finding everybody $10,000 for each turnover every time they make it. Draymond would have owed me $50,000 tonight. Yeah, I think you, I mean, based on your, based on your, based on your fighting, uh, Draymond owes you like 200 plus K on the series. Yeah, so. I, you know, hey, maybe maybe he'll stop uh, trying to throw it between three people. You know, maybe he'll make a better decision. Money does uh, make people change their minds at times. I don't know. <laughs> Mike, I appreciate it. Bye. You have a good evening, sir. Uh, let's see. Where else do we want to go with this? Let's go to Nova. Hey, guys. 
Uh, I got two quick po- uh, points to make here. Uh, first of all, like, yeah, Draymond's been playing bad, but I want to be a little bit, like, kind to him. Like, you know, he's getting older, and the front office didn't do him any favors by not getting any big men, you know. But, you know, it's, imagine going up against Jaron Jackson, Clark, Steven Adams. That's probably affecting him on the other end, too, right? He's not, he's not spring chicken anymore. Uh, second of all, I want to call out Steph. I think Steph needs to be, uh, you know, leaning to more of his points, uh, traffic cone phases in his career, right? For those days of him just being, you know, playing off ball and all, he needs to play more on ball and take over the offense. Like, he needs to direct stuff. I think he defers too much to the coach and to Draymond. I think he needs to take more of like point guard and some of phases. But yeah, those are my two points. Hey. <laughs> Not gonna disagree with you. Agree with you. That's that's what we, I mean from a basketball standpoint. I, I do think Steph being aggressive will do a lot towards getting this team going in the positive direction. But yeah, I just you're the leader of the team. You're the best player. I think some of the problems with Luca is that uh, Luca's always looking for his own shot, and he's really not that great of a shooter, and that's a presents an issue, right? And I think when you look at James Harden, same thing, especially in his prime. I think with Steph, it's the complete opposite. It, it's Look, you're you're the greatest shooter. You're one of the greatest scorers in NBA history. Go get your own shot, man. I'm sick of seeing guys like Andrew Wiggins get their shot. I'm sick of seeing Draymond Green with the ball. Klay Thompson was awesome tonight, but we don't really don't need that much shooting out of him. Jordan Poole's awful because he's young and he has no idea what he's doing against aggressive defense. Just, dude, you're the guy. Make it happen. It's not. It's not really not like Memphis is this all-time defensive team. You're the guy. Stop fucking offloading it to other people. All right, Saf, what's up, man? What's up? Um, for game six, what do you think about starting pool and just running relentless pick and roll and throwing Adams off the court? You know I mean, what? Yes, in theory, yes, but is it going to happen? <laughs> in I don't theory. Hate, I don't hate it as an idea. I mean, they, they need to play faster. Like 50% of the reason they're starting slow in these games is – Memphis is scoring, and then they're just playing against a set half-court defense. Anything you can do to force them into transition is going to help. Obviously, Poole is one of your best players, so he could help. But, like, could be even – I mean, we'll see if Otto's healthy. But, like, uh, you could – I don't even want to keep going down the lineup. But they, they got to do something other than Kuminga, that's for sure. Let's give Greg a shot here. Hey, how's it going, man? Woo. What's up, Greg? You know, first off, uh, in the famous words of Jack Nislin, Foos Raba, right? Like, just take a deep breath, get the game. Uh, that's what I got to tell myself, at least, because, damn, it was a lot. Um, I did want to say, though, uh, you know, Clay Thompson, uh, he shot the ball well, but his defense was atrocious, just Ugh. I mean, everyone's defense was bad, but, and then I also wanted to bring up, you know, like we're hating on Dre and I get it. It's, it's been, it's been rough, but um, we do got to keep in mind, his friend was literally murdered three days ago and that's heavy. That's tough. And obviously they're professionals, you know, they're going out there. If they're out there, you got to expect them to be a hundred mentally and physically, but that's still a lot. And some of his antics, they kind of, they felt really weird. And it's like something that I would imagine, I don't know. It's like, 
like the way he's dancing afterwards and like all these things, it just feels like someone who's, who's mentally just, just going through something, you know? And as a result, I feel like it bleeds over because with Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole is being hacked the entire night, being physically, all the fouls were hard. Things that weren't called that were, that should have been fouls were just tough, hard calls. And he was getting hit. He was getting hit hard. And uh, we didn't have anyone there defending him. We didn't have anyone out there. There was no fire. There was no fire. And it was like, it was kind of sad to see. Like, Poole was shook. He was really shook. And um, it was tough that our leaders, Draymond and, and Steph and, and the coach, no one really kind of did anything. So I don't know. I'm just kind of um, frustrated but hope, hopeful right? You got you to be hopeful. And I'm just wondering, um, how, how does, do we think that Dre is in a mentally right place? Do we think that he's, he's going to be good enough to go for game, uh, game six? Draymond was awful before it happened. I'm sure, I'm sure he's feeling terrible, but he was Greg awful pre- before, simply. Greg, I appreciate the call. Um, I do think it's fair to call that out. Um, that's rough. Uh, you know, Obviously, thoughts with family and everything. Uh, but um, will Draymond be ready? Like, yeah, he's he's going to compete through it. So I, I don't know what else to say. Um, if he wasn't, they would have done something about it already. All right, let's end it. Let's end it with our with our guy, good old Pastor John McWalters. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, oh, what a shit game! Ah, God darn it. Yeah, we all hate this. But, hey, we still have game six. We're still up 3-2. I, I know it sucks. We're all in the seven stages of grieving. I think we're all teetering between depression and testing right now. Acceptance is coming soon. We'll be by it in a day. And, hey, let's everyone come out and be pumped for Friday and shut the door on these fools. I mean, I'm sick and tired of Memphis as a thing. I don't want to hear about this 40-point thing actually being something. You know, going forward, it's a game. We all flush it. We'll get over it. We'll be fine. And yeah, hopefully Draymond's all right. It's a good point. He lost a dear friend. He was bad before, too. I agree, Andy. So, you know, hopefully he can find a way to step it up, maybe honor his friend, come out with like a madman on Friday, and let's just shut the door here. And everyone, hey, it'll be all right. Take a deep breath. Losses happen. Shit, I'm watching a stupid PK for my soccer team right now, and it's completely <laughs> awful to see them in PKs with the San Jose Earthquakes, but they're probably going to win that right now. Um, but, you know, it's just completely awful when things happen in sports that you don't like. But, hey, watch it. We'll be okay. Everyone, keep your heads up. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you, McWalters. Oh, thanks, John. Appreciate that. Good call. We're going to end it here. We'll be back after the next game. Everyone go rest up and try never to think about this one again. <laughs> <laughs>